It's Freestyle Friday! Coming in hot with quick shots of inspiration on a variety of topics. Welcome to 2021. So excited to be here with you guys in a new year. First episode of 2021. Just so grateful. Grateful for a new year, for fresh opportunity to do amazing things in this world. And Sandy and I were talking earlier and we were like, let's drop a podcast on the first, help people set intentions, maybe goals for the year. And I was like, babe, what do you think? What do you think about like setting 2021 goals, for example? And I just opened it up to conversation. And then we're like, let's just hit record on this conversation. So that's kind of the goal here. But what do you think about setting 2021 goals? Goals? Or what do you think about when people are like, I'm going to set New Year's resolutions, I should say. Okay, resolutions, I think are a bunch of bogus. Oh. Because a lot of people set resolutions and by February 1st, they're not doing them anymore. And so it's really easy to make a long list of things that you want to change or you want to do or you want to implement. But there's a difference between thinking about it and actually doing it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think it starts with believing that you are about to walk into the greatest season of your life, right? We all were survivors after 2020. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) And I'm a big believer that in order to become what we want, we can't do that by remaining what we are. So the way that Wade and I love to set goals is to kind of think through like, getting specific on three professional and three personal goals that you want to focus on so that all your energy is channeled towards like, okay, is what I'm doing getting me closer towards X, Y, Z? Is this getting me closer to that personal goal, that professional goal? Yeah, I think I love that. Unwrapping that first. I love New Year's resolutions are bogus and they are, right? Because what? A lot of people set them and 90% of people never follow through with them. So like, that's a broken model or a broken system. So like, let's not resolute or or resolve to do things because it shouldn't take January 1st to come around to do something new or try something like you just got to get into inspired action, really. But you know, this year is a little different. And 2020 is overall was kind of a wild one. And everyone is looking forward to that reset. So Rather than resolve, like, I'm going to do this this year or whatever it is, like how Sandy and I think about it is like, what do we want our life to look like? Like overall, long term, even past the year. And then let's use this year. Let's just use a year as a barometer to start walking towards that, to start living into it. And how, like Sandy said, become the person you need to be to achieve those, the person that has those. Let's say you want whatever you want, become that person, start living into it and let it flow into your life because you're going to start taking inspired action towards it. You're going to get magnetic to resources around you to, if you're like, I want to write a book this year, just become that person who's writing a book, an author, someone who's you're, you would just start talking about it. And people would be like, Oh, you know what? I know a publisher. People would start to connect you with people. So becoming that person is huge. You want to be a leader in your business. You want to promote whatever, become that leader, just start doing the do. We don't need to wait for January 1st, but now that we're here, yes, Sandy, there are like, okay, there are some systems that we can help in place. Let's say I want to start moving towards this life. What do we do? A way to break it down, like Sandy said, tangibly, let's set three personal and three professional goals. And then I think chunking it down and visiting it in three months and six months and nine months and 12 months and then seeing where you are. Like we 
we had a vision of what we wanted 20 to 2020 to look like. We were supposed to live in Switzerland for four months. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Mm-mm. But guess what? We're just pivoting. It's going to happen. That's right. Probably this summer instead. But it's just kind of having that overall vision of what you want and just chunking it down and taking little steps every day. We had um, a friend that we were talking to earlier today, Allison Bell, and she talked about like how people talk about being stuck. And she's like, there's no such thing as being stuck. Like, you're not a tree. I'm like, wow, I love that. Like, that's so true. Like, let's remove the word stuck from our vocabulary, like forever and not subscribe to that. So you're not a tree. Just move. Just just start moving. And that's that's it. Right. Just get into momentum, get into action, get into movement and you'll get unstuck. I love when she said, too, she was like, you know, if you want to do a marathon, like it's not about like starting to train for the marathon. It's about that next walk that you go on. Like Mm. what little steps can you do to get you closer to that next level? So instead of overthinking whatever that goal or that vision that you have is for your life, like start taking the next right step, do the next yes, that's going to get you closer. So, you know, before we fully step into 2021, like recharge your passion, realign your vision, reconnect with your purpose and get clear on like, what do I want my life to look like? And how do I get magnetic towards that? You know what I like too? The concept of having a word like, okay, 2021. I, I was asking Sandy about this earlier. We were like, no, let's save it for the podcast. So having a word for the year that kind of guides you towards that, like something, and it'll come to you. This is where your intuition comes into play. This is where the answer is already inside of you. But a word that represents or embodies what you want your year to look like. And we started talking through it and we didn't have our words yet at this time, but have kind of started to think about it. What Um, was your word in 2020? My word was prosperity or prosper. Were you prosperous? I was very prosperous. (laughs) And actually dating back to 2019, my word was ignite. And in the beginning of 2019, I was fully fledged in, in corporate America, in my finance career, But I wanted to ignite into my passion, into my purpose. I didn't feel like I was there. And I started to get exposure to that. I started to get exposure to that in the coaching world and in the health world and in leadership and in leading people from where they are to where they want to be. That really intrigued me. And so I started to model after people. I Going back to episode five with Nick and Megan Unsworth, I actually hired them as coaches. I resourced up. I declared you know, the goals I had for the year at the time, it was, I think, six month goals, and they were personal and professional goals. And I put them out there. And I started to resource up, I started to step into that, like we talked about, and start to attract that into my life. And it was paired with action and work. So it was ignite. And so I looked back at the end of the year, it's like, dang, I've started to ignite towards this. And I had partnered with Sandy in business. And by before the end of the year, we're working full time together as entrepreneurs, walking in our purpose and passion, like helping people get from where they are to where they want to be. So that ignite word, I really reflect on it like, whoa, I did ignite. And then, okay, after the blast off, after ignition, I want prosperity and not just for myself and my family, but for those around me, like I want to help others find prosperity. And just reflecting on 2020, it has truly been a year of prosperity for us. And an opportunity to launch a podcast, to extend our light and our reach beyond what we even imagined and to build multiple businesses and multiple streams of income, enabling us to give back more, enabling us to find more prosperity in our life. And it's been truly special. So then 
that leads us into 2021 and we were talking about it, but what were you, did you have a word of 2020? I didn't do that. You didn't do it. Like, that's fine. I, I I'm like intrigued to do that, but wait, I want to stay on your track. What okay. What's your word for 2021? So for 2021, this just came to me as I was thinking about it. And I think that's what it is. I don't think it's like working really hard to find the word. I think it'll come to you and what that might look like. Maybe you sit down, you meditate, maybe you grab a journal and you just start writing down what you want in 2021, what you want in your life. And I think it's going to come to you and there's just going to be a word. So this word just popped into my heart, into my brain, and it was legacy. And so I think after igniting and after building prosperity, it's really, okay, what's going to last? Like what is going to last beyond our physical bodies? And for me, it's, it's always like my underlying why, why I do anything is about legacy. And I think the ways to do that probably the biggest way is to procreate and is to start a family and is to instill your values and lessons you've learned in your life to your children and, you know, set off those little legacies into the world. But it's also leaving people better than you found them, like creating a ripple beyond yourself. If you can, I was reflecting on this quote today, but you know, there's a a stimulus check coming in, right? People are getting $600, basically stimulus handout from the government. And I was, it made me think about the quote, you know, if I give you a fish, it'll feed you for a day. But if I teach you how to fish, it'll feed you for a lifetime. If I give you $600, you know, it'll buy you groceries for a week or two. But if I show you how to make $600, like that equals prosperity for a lifetime. So legacy is about leaving others better than you found them, but enabling and empowering them to go on and be the light that they are in the world and serve the purpose that they are meant to serve. So 2021 is all about legacy for me. And I see that through building a family and starting a family with you. And I see it through continuing to do what we do in business and just continuing to go even bigger. So if anyone else is like me and hasn't come up with their speech about their word, <laughs> um, there's a great resource. Um, it's actually on Audible. It's a book. It's called One Word That Will Change Your Life. It's by John Gordon, Dan Brighton, and Jimmy Page. It's only a one-hour listen. And they go into the significance of having a word. And if you want to listen to one word that will change your life, you can do so on Audible for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash getting magnetic for a free 30-day trial. You can listen to this book. And there's so many other titles on there. Great for when you're on the go or driving. And I remember listening to it last year. And... Honestly, I may have had a word for a while, but it must have not been like powerful enough to like stick for me. So if you're like me and you're like, okay, I'm probably overthinking this. Like what I'm going to do is I'm literally going to set like light some candles, like have a cup of hot tea, snuggle up on my couch, probably play some binary beats, which is like binaural beats, binaural beats. That's what it is. So it's really great for like brainwaves helps you with thinking it doesn't have words. And I will journal on like, what do what do I want to bring into my life? You know, Mm -hmm. there were some things that 2020 brought that I didn't think they would at all. Like this podcast, for example, I mean, Mm -hmm. we talked about it, but like if someone told me at the beginning of the year, like by the end of 2020, like you will have a podcast out. I'd be like, there's no way, like what, what steps will we have taken to like make that happen? So I think a lot can change in a short amount of time. Something I actually saw on one of my friend Paige McCarthy's Instagram earlier today that really inspired me. And I feel like I need to share it is like focusing on things that you can control. And so she has this post and it says things you can control, your beliefs, your attitude, your thoughts, your perspective, how honest you are, 
who you're friends with, what books you read, how often you exercise, the type of food you eat, how many risks you take, how kind you are to others, how you interpret situations, how kind you are to yourself, how often you say, I love you, how often you say, thank you, how you express your feelings, whether or not you ask for help, how often you practice gratitude, how many times you smile today, the amount of effort you put forth, how you spend and invest your money, how much time you spend worrying, how often you think about the past, whether or not you judge other people, whether or not you try again after that setback, how much you appreciate the things that you have. I loved that post. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so fitting for just what we're talking about. Like we actually do have a lot of control of things Mm -hmm. and there's things that we can control and there's things that we can't. And I think just on this topic, like circling back, like focus on what steps you can control to get you to that next step closer to where you want to be. So in focusing on three personal goals, there's so many things that could class fall into that personal, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is, should we just set them live our own on, on air? Sure. Oh man. I'm thinking more high level, like personal is like family relationship, Mm -hmm. maybe finances, maybe living situation, um, maybe personal growth or things you're doing for your mindset. Like I think it's anything outside of work. Yeah. And then, yeah, professionals kind of like, yeah, do you want a promotion? Are you working towards making a certain amount per year, per month, whatever it is? Are you working towards like an incentive trip? Are you working towards some sort of goal in your business? Are you working, are you striving to getting some sort of recognition or hitting some sort of bar or like level that you haven't hit before and then chunking that down? Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, on that, for any network marketers listening in or even sales professionals in general, Wade and I and our friend Haley, we actually created 90 Day Cycles to New Habits. This is essentially a workbook that you can track daily and it's broken down into 60 minutes, three 20 minute segments, 20 minutes of mindset, 20 minutes of relationship building, 20 minutes of follow up. And it helps you track, right? Because what you track grows and the seeds that you're planting today may not blossom tomorrow, may not blossom the day after the week after, but we have found that the system for success is committing to a 90 day cycle. So if you are wanting to take charge of your business, take control of your life and really start tracking towards building those healthier habits in your business, grab yourself a copy of the 90 day cycle to do new habits journal. And you can do so by going to 90 day habits and use the code new year 25 to get 25% off. Back to the show. So do you want to share yours? I think, yeah. I think, you know, the importance of goals is we all have dreams, right? We all have aspirations of things we want to do. And they will remain dreams until we put a deadline on Mm -hmm. it. When we put a deadline on it, a dream becomes a goal. And it becomes something we can actively start working towards in a condensed period. So a lot of people use a year. We love and believe in 90-day cycles in, you know, reevaluating where we're at towards our bigger goals, towards our one year, our five year goals every three months, because things can change, things can pivot. We've got to adapt and see what's working and where we can, you know, pivot and move towards things. But within that, yes, setting a deadline, setting the year goal by, you know, December 31st, this is where I'm going to be. That helps. That helps. And don't lose sight of the big picture because I think oftentimes we actually overestimate this is Tony Robbins, but we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in five or 10. And I think that's so true. So like Sandy said, 
don't just go out and run the marathon tomorrow, but just take that first step. And so I think a way we have utilized setting goals within a year is what Sandy said, three personal, three professional. So why we set goals is we're putting that deadline on and yeah, just going through, should we go through our personal and professional? Go ahead. I know. So Sandy and I don't necessarily sit down on January 1st and and do it for the year. Oftentimes we'll evaluate where we're at with our goals and we'll set six or 12 month goals and we'll cast a vision for it and we'll make a vision board. And so we're going to get into what goals to set, how to set them, and then how to follow through with them, how to make sure they come to fruition. So for us back in August, we set 12 month goals, three personal and three professional, and we made vision boards to kind of visualize these goals. So my three personal ones were first, start a family, have a baby. That is like, you know, coming back to legacy, that is, I think, our biggest legacy. You know, none of us would be here if our mom and dad didn't decide, you know, to have us. And so I think that's pretty special. It's something we're focused on and we're super excited for. So that is like number one. Number two is move into our next home. Uh, Sandy and I are looking for more space. We, we, we're aligned and we both want a backyard and we want space to entertain. And, and if we want to throw a 80, 100 person party, we, we want to do that. We want the home to do it. So we're looking to upgrade there. And then the third is complete an Ironman. And so actually with that, you know, one, we're actively moving towards making a baby. You, know, you guys heard the sex podcast. We are actively on the next home search. And I signed up for an Ironman in Switzerland, July 11th. So that I looked at that as like dual threat there. Like we wanted to be in Switzerland last summer for three, four months. COVID had other plans this summer, this time around, we're hoping, you know, it's open. And then boom, we got something on the, on the calendar there, July 11th, I'll be there <laughs> doing an Ironman. So we're thinking we'll go out June, July, we'll figure it out. We'll play it by ear. But those are my three personal. I'll go into my three personal. So I don't have these written down. This is, I mean, I, I do, but not right in front of me. So I'm just like You're going channeling the from of my head. memory, yeah. but I'll get more specific. So in terms of your number one, like making the baby, I have a lot of like trauma and fears around childbirth just from having watched my sister go through certain things and just hearing a lot of stories. I've literally done like EMDR therapy and things to work through. Like there was a period before Wade and I got married where I told him I don't want to have kids. And that was like really traumatic. Mm. And so we went to like premarital therapy and like we worked through it. So I'm finally at a place where, yes, I want to have a baby. But more specifically, like what I'm focused on is like, I want to have a super healthy pregnancy and I want to give all natural birth. Like that is something that, you know, I hear so many people say like, oh, don't set yourself up for that. Like, you know, let down, like don't marry yourself to an idea of that that's going to happen because you'll be super disappointed when you end up, you know, having an emergency C-section or something. And of course, like I can't control things, but I do, I'm believing for having an all natural birth. I have so many friends that have done it. And like, I, I see evidence and proof of it all around me. And I do think that a lot of it is mindset. And so my first professional, excuse me, my first personal goal is mm -hmm. giving all natural birth and like doing my birthing affirmations. Tanya just gave me these like birth affirmation cards to start like priming my brain and telling myself every single day, like that I can do that. So that's the first one. I love our home now that we live in and that we own and I'm so grateful for it. But yeah, I'm ready for an upgrade. So mm -hmm. my second professional goal is 
finding that next spot and moving into it, like honestly, in the next six months, like I can't wait much longer. (laughs) I want space, more space. And so that's like a big, a big focus. And right now the market, there's like really not a lot Mm-hmm. working for us. So I, I'm believing for something good coming there. When Sandy makes up her mind, she moves quick. <laughs> <laughs> Some might call it impulsive. <laughs> um, and then my third one is kind of a redo of last year is living in Europe. Like my mom being born and raised there, I want to be able to teach my kids Swiss, Swiss German and have that be like a staple in our home the same way I was bilingual. And I think the best way to do that is for us to immerse in the culture and live there. And so when you're doing your Ironman, I'm going to be like sitting on the sidelines, (laughs) living my best life. Pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my three uh, personal. I love it. And I love, you know, Sandy and I didn't necessarily sit down and do these together, but like we're aligned, we're aligned on it all. And I think it's because a lot of our life we are aligned in, in, in our business, in our family life, in everything. And so naturally these things are, these are things we talk about. These are things when we go on dates, we connect on. And so naturally our goals are aligned. So I think a call to action there with, you know, if you do have a family, if you do have a spouse to sit down with them, like set aside time and maybe go on an excursion and escape a one night away, maybe rent an Airbnb somewhere, a little cabin, and you have a family board meeting and you kind of talk through what does 2021 look like? What do we want? Because if you aren't kind of narrowing in on what you want, you're going to kind of just set sail anywhere and land anywhere. So I think that's super important. On to three professional, just rip through them. The first one for me is in one of our businesses, we want to help four people promote to the top of the company. And I won't get more specific than that. But that is like that. Again, that's legacy. If you can, I think there's nothing more important than first becoming a leader, but then two raising leaders in the world. Because when you can raise a leader, like they're off building their own legacy, their own impact. Again, they're coming back to serving the world the best way they know how. So you can, when you can raise other people up to do that, it like, it just leverages your impact and your ripple beyond belief. The second is build a seven figure business. That's scary, but all of these goals, by the way, should scare you. If it's like a shoe in and no problem, it's time to set a bigger goal there. So build a seven-figure business. That means at least a million dollars, top line, gross sales. And then third is we want to be keynote speakers on stage in front of 20,000 people. So those are three of my professional goals. And we have more than those. And some are like kind of sub goals. Like, okay, how do we help four people promote to the top? What are like sub goals that go into that? But those are like my three big ones. I love that. So we're really aligned here, actually. So my first one is to be keynote main stage speakers at our national sales conference. I think Wade and I have a message that could inspire the 20,000 people in that arena. And I would love nothing more. Like I've visualized a lot, you know, walking onto that stage and sharing our story and being able to inspire a lot of people. So that's one of them. A second one is for our journal. I have a vision of, you know, by our one year anniversary of that journal being published, of having 1 million copies sold, of touching that many network marketers and helping that many people get organized and get granular on their business. Because like, we know what this business can do for you. We Mm -hmm. know what being an entrepreneur can do for you and the life that you can create. And so I have a vision, having 1 million copies sold. 1 million lives touched. I love it. 
And my third one is earning the annual, it's essentially like a president's club trip. And we had our eyes set on it in 2020. And I said it every single day and it was on my vision board and I believed for it. And it's based essentially off of sales and off of promotions. And we missed it by a hair. And it's like, honestly, like kind of devastating for me because it's like when you believe something with every cell of your body. So this year, I'm believing for getting more intentional around that and looking at it like and every missed opportunity, right? Like that is teaching us something and showing us like how to fill those gaps. So third goal is to earn that. Like Mm. it'll be our first time earning it. Heck yeah. That was one of mine too. I think in working towards those, like each other's goals will get hit, but yeah. So what are your three personal, your three professional, what are they? And how do you start taking those baby steps every day to get closer and closer to making them come to life? And so a question for you. Okay, we got three personal, three professional from there. What steps do we take to make them come true? Like, how do you, what do you do once you set those goals? I have a vision board. We just read a book by Jack Canfield called The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Want to Where You, where you Are to Where You Want to Be. And he talks about doing like a vision binder. Mm-hmm. And so you figure out what it is for you. But I think having something in front of you physically, tangibly that you see, I think declaring it, right? It, that feels very vulnerable. Put it out there. Like phone a friend. Tell someone that you really look up to, I'm doing this this year. This is what's happening for me. Like I'm making this happen. And a lot of times I think we just keep it to ourselves. And so then it's like, uh, you can just push it off because no one's like essentially holding you accountable. Mm -hmm. But how are you being held accountable? Who are you sharing it with? How are you declaring? Are you putting it on social media? Are you, you know, whatever it might be that makes you feel held accountable. But Mm -hmm. if you're going to put something out there, like percentage wise or statistically, you're probably way more likely to work towards that and make it happen if other people are waiting and watching to see you do it versus if it's just a little secret in your brain. Yeah, that's so true. That that's, that's what I was thinking. Keep it, write down your goals, get them out of your brain onto paper, write them down, make them tangible. Don't say be in the best shape of my life. Say your goal weight or something, something that you can measure and that is tangible, write them down and then hold that vision in front of you and review and visualize it every day. The way we do it is those vision boards. So we look at them every day. And beyond that, just scanning it is like, I literally look at a picture of a baby, a little newborn, and I feel what it feels like to be looking down and to see that baby on Sandy's chest or to be holding it on my own. And that is the key to like, like Sandy started this episode, but be the person, be that person who has already achieved that goal. Feel what it feels like. When you start to attach those emotions and those feelings towards it, it's going to pull you towards it. Instead of you having to push towards it, it's going to pull you towards it. So vision board, vision binder, whatever it is, look at them, review them every day. If you want to write them down over and over again every day, you can do that. We also love doing like backgrounds on our phones. Like both of our screensavers have a picture on it that's like kind of a vision board, if you will, Mm -hmm. with like a whole, all of our goals written out on them. So think about how many times you check your phone per day. That's like ingrained in our mind. So I think overall, the message is like, trust the timing of your life. Know that you are stepping into the greatest season of your life and you get to take control. You get to write that story. So we want to hear your goals, three personal, three professional, share them. 
Let's hear them. Let's make this year one to remember. And tune in next week as we get to interview someone who actually reached out to us, Jeremy Ryan Slate, and said, hey, I heard you guys' podcast. I think I could add a lot of value to your listeners. We brought him on and he added value. He is the host and founder of the Create Your Own Life podcast. He's been featured in Forbes, BuzzFeed, Inc. Magazine, and is just doing a lot of great things in the entrepreneurship world. So stay tuned for next week. So excited for you to hear that episode. And if you love what you're hearing, will you do us a favor? Have you rated our podcast? Have you written a review? Have you ever shared it with a friend or on your social media platforms? Have you subscribed? All of these things really help us spread the message of getting magnetic and mean the absolute world to us. So call to action, rate, review, subscribe, share. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.